Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Son, I think we're very good-looking people, do you? I completely agree. And the listeners don't understand how good-looking we actually are. We're phenomenal-looking, but you only can see us if you watch YouTube. You can watch this entire podcast with your own eyes and see these supple bodies at uh-uh. youtube.com. Just search for Sex Talk with My Mom. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. If you look at the picture in a certain angle, that it looks like I have like um, a bulge in my underwear, pussy area. <laughs> Worse than a camel toe. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died, so my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poter. And I'm his mother, Karen Lee Poter. We're going to have a rollicking time today. Get ready to rock and roll, you little sneaky freaks out there. Sneaky freaks is what we call you listeners. And how do we start the show usually, Mother? We start the show with Lube It Up. Lube It Up. Presented by... Our favorite... Uber Lube to save the day. Look how in sync we are. It's amazing. Uber Lube is an unbelievable high-grade silicone lubricant. Everybody knows that wetter is better, and that's why we recommend you try Uber Lube. Uber Lube lubricates our cocks, our vulvas, our conversation. I was going to say our minds. Our minds. And this week, we got a question that you came up with. Yes, I did. I love when you call me up and say, you got a question of the week, and I just tell you, and then you're just like, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> I well, I I came up with a version of it, and then you tweaked it. Yeah, that's I true. wanted to ask, do you fantasize during sex? And then you were like, no, 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 no. They do fantasize. You just say, who do you fantasize about when having sex? Right. Is that a yes or no answer? Is not exactly a good conversation topic. And then you said, and why? And why? I want to know why. Okay, so this is the question: Who do you fantasize about when making whoopee, and why? Okay, mother, you want to begin? I'm actually going to tell you something funny. Oh, Jesus Christ. I asked my boyfriend who he fantasizes about, which I knew already. And you would probably know. Nina Hartley. That's for one. Who? Nina Hartley, obviously, because Nina was the one who um, he used to watch her on porn all the time. But no. What? Our old therapist. (laughs) Can you imagine? I actually did know this. He talks about it all the time. Yeah. Do you remember her to be such a good-looking... No! This is hilarious. He just liked the fact that she said, shut up to me. Absolutely hilarious. And says something about your relationship. <laughs> Thank you. So, oh, wise, sage therapist. How about you? Who do you fantasize about when making Whoopi, since you're the queen of fantasy over here? I am. And that's why I think if I tell you my fantasy, then it's not going to be a fantasy anymore. And then I forget about it. But you're going to keep it to yourself. Well, I wanted to... I mean, it changes. It, Look, don't... I don't feel pressured. 
I'm I don't just, want to ruin any fantasy. I'm just saying that at one point it was Bill Clinton. I knew it was Bill, Bill Clinton, okay, unfortunately. So I'm thinking of the first episode you talk about how you're fantasizing about Bill Clinton. I mean, I actually, you know, it's just I think there's there's something to be said by the power he had as a president. You like that power, I the actually, power dynamic. I, I've seen him speak in public, and he's just a brilliant orator. Brilliant. He's just brilliant. Why are you making fun of him the way I say brilliant? Yeah, it was funny. So Bill Clinton it is. What about you, son? You know, this has been an ongoing debate we've had on the show where you say you fucking are fantasizing all the time during sex and I'm the one that doesn't fantasize during sex because it's such a novel experience. I'm creating the fantasy. This is what I'm going to be taking for years later. That fantasy. The, I, the, the one sexual encounter, that will create a fantasy that I end up carrying in my spank bank for about a year. A spank bank? I, I need I to mean, be focused. I, I understand that. Hypervigilant. You, you can use different fantasies, though. You think I'm going to be p placing a fantasy on this in a momentous occasion? Okay. No chance. All right. So That's basically, like, it's like you, you've you're never fantasized about any celebrity or anything. You imagine you you go through all of your college years. You come to graduation. And instead of being present for graduation, you're thinking about a time that you went to Wisconsin Dells and, and you were going down to a fucking water slide. Why don't you compound it? Like, how many times can you use the same fantasy? What? Add on to it. Build on to the fantasy. While I'm with someone? You're not listening. When I'm with someone, I'm fucking zoomed in. <laughs> it's like friend. a microscopic vision. <laughs> I'm trying to get, inhale every single sensation that's that's occurring in my eyes, my ears. I start tasting things, sniffing. I know, you're hypervigilant on sniffing. I'm trying to feel every part of interoception of my body. It's like trying to create a screenshot of this thing. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, there's no fantasy going on. All right. When I'm by myself? Yeah, that's what I was Different story. To. That's what I'm referring to. But I'm with myself. You go back to those fantasies again, you I'm sure. You probably go back to those. Those Usually it's it's the moments when when I'm, I was able to witness mutual turning on. Okay. So someone is turned uh, on by me. I'm turned on by them. Yeah, it's a mutual we've definitely enjoyment. definitely discussed this in prior episodes. So then why, you know, well, why, I'm, are you I'm bored by digging. what I'm talking I'm, about No, now? I'm digging. I'm You're digging. You're digging what? I'm digging. You're I want to know if there's a celebrity out there. Because at one point. There's no celebrities. Remember Hillary Duff? All you did was talk about her at one point. Do you remember this? Yes. You were like 11? Yes. Okay. So has, has Hillary Duff still taken a... Hillary Duff has never entered my fantasies whatsoever. Even when you were like a teenager? I mean, maybe when I'm a teenager. Who knows what I was masturbating to when I was a teenager? Okay. Well, then go on. I do remember something that you told me. What? You, you were looking up at... You were like six years old. We're watching soap opera. Oh, yeah. Here we go. And you turned to me and you said, your penis hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, it still hurts. It, it hurts all the time. It hurts. You saw some sort of like making out, the couple was making out. Yeah. Your penis started hurting. Yeah. So. It's a painful experience. Do you have any celebrity living or dead? I think I'm very attracted to Scarlett Johansson. I've heard that before, too, actually. From me? Yes. Are you bored by this conversation? No. What makes her... Why are you constantly telling me, oh, I've heard this, I've heard that, I've heard you this. You just said you, the same you know thing to me. I know everything about you, you know everything about me. So then why do we bother with this? Stuff? I don't know. Let's hang it up. Wait. Let's hang it up. Let, let's go back to this for what? a second. Why Scarlett Johansson? I don't know, Mom. What, what parts of her are attractive to you? I think she's a beautiful person. What are you... Oh, it's her personality? It's an inside-outside situation. 
Oh, and what makes you? What are you studying her? I, 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 I've gotten to know her through some interviews. I saw Bullshit. some advertisements in the New York Times with her advertising some David Yurman jewelry. Oh, okay. So this is not just a bullshit thing. You really have done some research on Scarlett. 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 If you're out there, you have a fan. You know, she's dating this guy, this fucking head writer of uh, SNL. Oh, he just this like, head writer. He seems like a fucking stunk. You don't. You. He seems like a stunk because you don't want this to work out because you want I'm her to I'm just saying she chose poorly. And then I what, started what, thinking, wait, maybe wait. she's a piece of, you know, who's going to. Anyway, who cares? All Who right. cares? I care. I'm just wondering, like, you know, why you chose her. And, and now it exp- you've been, I didn't realize the research that's been going on. She's inside and outside a beautiful person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Still film? not fantasizing about her during sex. Okay. Yeah. What, but masturbation? No. No. It doesn't, I don't feel, it's not a sexual thing between Is it more Scarlet like, and I. like Glory Hole Confessions? I have never masturbated thinking about a Glory Hole. Gang bang? It, no. Nuru massage, maybe. New what? Nuru. What's that? Is that it's like that? Like it's when a they Japanese whisper? thing where they got a bunch of, it's like a lot of goopy oil. Oh, you like. You fucking pour all that shit out and slick all over the place. And oh, someone's been researching This is This is why I like uh, Uber Lube. Uber Lube can offer some similar feelings. Are we back to Uber Lube? Well, I'm just saying. All right, so. Wait, I want to get back to it. So what was that? You, so a Nuru been, massage? How did you find this? Yeah, you can find Nuru wherever you go. No, I don't. I've never gotten I've never, a Nuru I thought massage. you were talking about that whispering uh, ASMR or whatever. I've passed that. You were into that too. At one point, I went through a phase of a couple of weeks. What or about gang banging? No. What about bukkake? No. What about <laughs> what's where are you? Where's what about, this role that's coming the stepmother, from? Stepmother, stepson. No, but I have a question about that. What? Okay, why do you think that has become such a popular genre? I literally have no clue. I was debating about this last night with my friend. And what they say? He was like, "You think there's something inherent to us that we want to like an edible to, complex to fuck, or something?" Yeah, to fuck. And I was like, "No, no, no. I think it's the taboo. Like it's so yeah. you're not supposed to do it. The people there's an arousal from the taboo itself. Well, that's how anal sex used to be. Anal sex. Anal sex used to be very taboo. Now it's like if they don't have anal, you're like, what's wrong with the video? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's boring now. I'm so bored by porn to be quite honest, because there's no, you don't see the mutual desire for one another. It's all fake and phony. No, you have to go to the casting couch. Also, I don't feel the mutual desire, like I, me inherently. You know, except for the the. What's that called again? The Japanese Nuru massage. Nuru, nuru massage. Yeah, I'm you, not sure if it's Japanese. I've seen it, but when they pour oil, oil all over the person. Yeah, and then you're, they're sliding all up and down. Oh, it's Japanese. Well, you like that. It's a Japanese erotic massage. I'm gonna maybe I go to go to Japan and see if I can get a a real new room massage. Didn't we interview people that said they went to Japan and that they got little Japanese men to go down on them? Uh, the private parts unknown girls. Yeah. I, was it in Japan? Maybe uh, some Asian country. I know that. Yeah. All right. Let's turn to the sneaky freaks. Well, can we? Can we? Yes, I'd like to hear what they had to say. By the way, I recognize that you just fucking put me in the hot seat and drilled me with with questions. I'm for so the sorry. Last fucking ten minutes. So sorry. 
All right, Justin says, when I'm having partnered sex, I tend to spin up visual scenes that include them, which only seems polite as they are gracious enough to join me in sexual activity. He sounds like you. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's boring, Justin. So it might be just visualizing us doing exactly what we're already doing, only in space or on top of Vladimir Putin's desk oh, or what have you. Vladimir Putin's desk fantasy. Whoever my mind chooses to oh take my me God. so that I remain in the moment, but at the same time not so in the moment that I climax too soon. Interesting. Justin, sounds very much like Cam, except I, have you ever fantasized about having sex on Putin's desk? Never. Have you? You're, I have never had anything to there was no fantasy with me and Putin. No, no, Putin doesn't enter my fantasies at all. He is one of the least attractive men I think I've ever seen. Inside and out. Well, just the opposite of Scarlet. Just the opposite of Scarlet. <laughs> complete opposite. Yeah, Putin is the opposite of Scarlet. All right. He goes on to say, when I'm having solo sex, oh boy, anything goes. Although I can say definitively that unless something specific is on my mind, I tend to cast back and re relive my most powerful early partnered sexual experiences. Now that's interesting. And he, that's the reason for cougars. He goes to the archives. What? What are cougars? The whole concept of cougars, if you start out with an older woman teaching you shit, you want older women for the rest of your life. He's saying it doesn't matter the fucking age of the... He doesn't, no, he that's doesn't mention not it. read the ending what he just he said. He says it, or he's thinking about early partnered sexual experiences. Yes. So he doesn't talk about the age of the, uh, the partner. I know, but I'm saying that that is one of the reasons people tend to prefer cougars that have had early partner with a cougar experiences. Okay. I think you're all... You're, this is a projection. <laughs> That's what that is. I know. I'm getting. I always get people writing in yeah. about cougars. We'll get to that later. Right. They, they had an early encounter with a cougar, and now they want cougars. And he's saying basically he's just reliving all of his, you know, because you create those neural pathways, you know. Oh no. Do you do the, do you, so this is interesting. What I tend to go to just to the most recent sexual encounter. I don't go back. I go the, way back. I go way back. I can't I remember forth. shit in the back. Oh, you remember those experiences. That back catalog I got, it's so distant I can barely understand it. What? There was a hazy memory. I can't remember hazy shit. Hazy memory? There's only been a few. How hazy can they be? What do you mean only a few? You told me. <laughs> Spitting everywhere, snotting. <laughs> you, told, you told me that uh, there's so few that, you know. What? That's why you, you there's say so few. There's so few that that's why you say that that you know you don't even use them in your fantasies. Are you making some shit up? No, I'm not making any shit up. What are you talking about? I've never heard said that in my life. You just said it a few. Uh, you, I'm paraphrasing. What I've you just had said a earlier. whole life of sexual encounters. You just said before it happens so infrequently that I. It happens infrequently. Zero. But I've lived several years. Okay. I've lived a long time. I still I've go back to my college years when I'm fantasizing see, sometimes. And I. No clue what happened at that point. Did you, you have to go back to the really good experiences. Tom goes on to say, he Tom usually is who? The elder statesman. He's 70 year old Tom, almost 71. <laughs> he goes on to say, usually former lovers who were great lays. See, are, I agree with Tom again. There are several who make frequent appearances in fantasy land. That's what I'm talking about. Tom's fantasy land probably involves a lot of nature. A lot oh, of the he's natural swinging surroundings. Like Tarzan Tom. Tarzan Tom. I he's, think you know he's, he's covering himself in leaves. He's he's probably fucking digging holes and fucking women in the in the ground. In the ground. All right. Ash <laughs> says I fantasize about everyone watching me. I'm a bartender, and the thought of being fucked in front of a crowd like that is on a, a huge turn on. 
You like that idea? Yes. I was, you know, when I asked this question, I wanted to get people celebrities. I did not necessarily want to be open to all different fantasies, but it's okay. Well, I want to get more specific here. This person's fantasizing about many people. Dane says, my wife, even after 12 years, on the rare occasion when we actually get to have sex, all I want (laughs) is to be in the moment with her. He sounds like you. It's a beautiful thing. They're all sounding like you. Can we get someone who's kinky like me? All right. Here goes, here goes Liz. This might be more like me. I like to be present with my partner. Oh, I fantasize some about... Our sneaky freaks are, are definitely vanilla right now. Listen to this. I fantasize some about what I want to do next or to focus into a body part where I am experiencing pleasure. I like making fantasy into reality as, as much as possible in the moment. This is what I'm talking about. I know. You focus the attention. Who is that? Liz. You need a Liz. You focus the attention into whatever the body part that's experiencing pleasure. You, so I like love if your shit. elbow is experiencing pleasure, you, you focus you on focus that elbow? all of your breath and energy into that, that elbow. I'm still back to Bill Clinton for crying out loud. Jesus. How about Amanda? A little like you. Yeah, sometimes about random coworkers. Sometimes about my partner's brother and dad joining in. Now. Now Amanda, we're going we're, somewhere. We're, we're getting somewhere. Now, I want to know if Amanda would tell her partner about these Mm. Yeah, I mean, I could tell my partner about everything, but if I told my partner that I'm fantasizing about his brothers, I don't think he'd go for that. Uh, Amanda, let us know. You tell your partner about this? And how does the partner respond? Maybe the partner's turned on by that. That's the thing. Could be some mutual shit right there. You're not even turned on. It's just like it brings you closer to know what your partner's fantasies are. Listen to this one. From Aaron. I love role-playing with my wife that she is my mom and sister. (laughs) Especially when I'm getting a BJ. My real sister did give me a blowjob when I was in my 20s and she was a crackhead. Oh (laughs) my God. Oh my God. I did not expect that at all. That's a a wild. That's a sneaky freak right there. That's a huge sneaky freak. Okay. That that is for today's responses so far. He's at the lead. He's the sneakiest. He's the sneakiest. Brianna says Nina Hartley. There you go, Brianna. You and my boyfriend. I fantasize about her because I would love to meet her someday, and I use her techniques to help myself out. She has some techniques in, in her book called Nina's. She goes on to say, Nina's though her teaching, guide to total sex. Through her teaching, I I have decided to go into sex education. Also, she's just very hot and inspiring. Very sweet. I'll tell her you said that. Erica says, to be honest, I do not fantasize about anyone. I immerse myself in the situation, and my mind doesn't wander. Another one like you. Yes. We should, we should have done ding for Cam, ding for Karen Lee. 100%, I, I think 90% are for Cam right now. We need, what we need is to drill down with these people and say, how long have you been with this partner? Are you, are you solo? Because for me, I know a lot has to do with the fact that I don't have one consistent partner. And so I'm not fucking, you know, it's a novel thing. I'm sure when I'm 10 years into a marriage. You're going to start thinking about yeah, I don't know Dane says Scarlett he's been with 12, 12 years so I don't know maybe not there is no number per se well what I if you're having what, we're gonna have to check every in every single and, day then it could be boring after a year in the year 2050 we'll have to check in and see if, if you know when Ian Kerner talked about his sex script and all that yeah I he brought in this role-playing and fantasies and things yeah. like that oh so. yeah you were corroborated Lisa says I really don't fantasize about anyone else I'm trying to stay present feel and be in the moment our sneaky freaks are either representative of the world or we just have a certain very uh, reiki focus. Reiki focus? <laughs> I don't know. Very, uh, what's it called? Um, tantra. Sensual. Tantra. Tantric. 
Buddhist. Buddhist. Type of sneaky freak. I don't think, I, I, I mean, it sounds like we I'm, just have people that like to be present. Maybe next time you will listen to me and I said, name a celebrity we that you fantasize a, we about. We have a very, what? That's what I was looking for. I wanted to get celebrities besides We have a Scarlet. very mindful audience. Don't blame me for this. They're totally mindful. We have a final one from TJ. Can a son and mom have incest sex? No. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you what to fantasize about as long as you don't do it in real, in real life. But I don't know. I don't get it. Oh, we got a. We actually have a fuckload of other responses here. Hold on. How about this one? Loretta says, I don't fantasize about other people while I'm with my significant other, but I do fantasize I'm someone else. There you go. I imagine I'm a hot, sexy woman and not the middle-aged woman I am. Aww. I'm still me in my imagination, but much prettier and younger and tan and perky. Maybe I've seen too much porn, but when I allow myself to be me in bed, it grosses me out. Oh, Loretta. Loretta. I bet you she's younger than me, too. Loretta, 50 years old. There you go. Loretta, when you're my age, you go back to thinking yourself as hot, basically because you can't see as well. Do you identify with that? No, I completely not identify with that. Oh, really? You think I'm hotter now hot than I was fuck. when I was a 20-year-old. So, you know why? Why? Because I'm much more confident now, and I know that darkness is my friend. Uh, I want to ask you. So, you well, didn't even respond Because to I've it. heard that shit so many times. It was a little joke. What I'm trying to say is, who the hell cares if you've got an extra few pounds on your Loretta or your... And you're not as, you know, your skin is not as flawless. Perky, she said. Or perky. perky. Nobody cares. I can give you a list of 100 guys that have DM'd me, and you can go find guys that will. I was saying, what turns me on is to see the other person desire me to to feel, and for them to feel desired by me. It's a whole mind game. It doesn't matter as much about the actual body. The body, who cares? Anyway, Loretta, I hope that you find your confidence and realize that you're beautiful just the way you are right now and that most men would agree with me if, or wh- whoever you're attracted to would agree with me. We got several more responses. Did we get any celebrities? Be, I don't, uh, don't want to hear about the mindful sex anymore. The, I know. The, I'm, I'm filtering through all these mindful sex ones. This is unbelievable. Re- and I haven't even read. Okay. This might be good because it ends Calling with don't tell my freaks. husband. Okay. R says... I don't fantasize about anyone else during sex, but while masturbating, I only ever think of my ex. Haven't been with him in forever, but he was my first love and my first enjoyable sexual encounter, and it's hard to shake the habit. Thinking of that young love, the horniest years of my life, the anticipation that built through years of friendship and courtship makes for a great memory and fantasy. Don't tell my husband, though. Why can't we tell your husband? She doesn't want to tell the husband. Don't tell the husband. You know what? I, I agree with you. When it comes to fantasizing, if you tell the other person, it's not such a great fantasy anymore. Uh, look, you didn't want to even share that you're a fantasy on the show. Which is Bill Clinton? No, you said that there's something else. You're still fantasizing about Bill Clinton? No, I, I, I was trying to think of what I was talking about. I already forgot what we were talking about. We all know your fantasies anyway. You're in the fucking glory holes and the oh, fucking yeah. and I the, just the like, casting couch and all that I, shit. Well, there were two questions. One is like, what type of fantasies other than being with your partner do you fantasize about? And the other is if there was a celebrity you fantasize about. So if you guys want to What's with weigh you in, and the celebrity? Why do you I just think there's th- so many celebrities out there that people want to fuck? I, I was just curious. They don't, have to, they don't have to be even like movie stars. Or anything. They, they could be like like weird people. Weird people? Like Pee Wee Herman or someone. Okay, that is a movie star. And it happens to be a clown that I admire. <laughs> despite his fucking weird sexual history. All right, uh, let's go and on. That was our. Oh, we have more. No, no, no. That was it. 
That was our little lube it up presentation for you guys. That and was if, a presentation. And if you want to join us the next time we have a question, all you have to do is text us at this number, which is 310-356-3920. That's our number. Text us. We will text not. Us. We promise not to spam you. We just want our our sneaky freaks to weigh in. Thank you, Uber Lube. So, Cam, what's been happening in your life? My life. I uh, went to Colorado this past weekend oh, for a yeah. little joint bachelor bachelorette party. And you ever I, done this? The, the mutual bachelor bachelorette no, situation no, together? I think that defeats one? the purpose that's an engagement party. You think it defeats the purpose? You're yes. anti the joint bachelor. This yes. is very popular these days. I don't know why. What's the purpose of that versus having another wedding? One you know? of my other friends said, who wasn't even at this bachelor bachelor party, was like, yeah, why wouldn't I want, I'm bringing all my friends together. Why wouldn't I want my partner to be with all my friends and to, to spend time in this, you know, rapturous weekend? Well, why is it called a bachelor party then? Why don't they just call it a... A pre-wedding party. Who gives a fuck the name of it? It's just a party to celebrate the fact they're about to get married. Then because the bachelor, the, the bachelor party is, is so stupid. It originated as like, oh, this is the last night they're going to go fuck someone. Yeah, that's you what know? I'm talking no about. No one actually goes and fucks someone then before the marriage. Then don't have a bachelor party. Take if that you, money. How would you feel if your, your soon-to-be husband, weeks before the wedding, goes and fucks someone? You don't go fuck someone. Where do you go? You just, you know, do fun things that you would do, never do again with your, you know, not even, I shouldn't say you never do again. Go to a strip club or something like this. Do something a little wilder with your, you know, same sex friends. Well, this, I mean, it got pretty wild. They're all, I mean, it was kind of, <laughs> ironically, all the men felt very comfortable, like basically getting down to their underwear and dancing around. Some of them were wearing like uh, G strings and stuff like that. Oh, so this is not, uh, this is, this is not all plain Jane kind of no, stuff. No, it was a very fun experience. It was what? fun, except I got extremely sick. Well, shock. Why is that a shock? Because every time you go away, you get sick. Well, no, that's not true. I don't know what you do to, you know what it is? You don't relax beforehand and then you get there and you just go ham. No, that is not true. I well, happened, happened to get high altitude sickness. Did you get high? No, I didn't get high. I was barely struggling to survive. I was very faint. I, I just that is exactly the quote which you said to me. I said, "How was your trip?" And you said, "I was struggling to survive." Yes. Who says that? Every time you go away, the last time you cracked your head open and ended up in the emergency room again because I was at extremely high altitude. I I'm not good with high altitude. It turns out. All right, so maybe you should stay at sea level. I would love to stay at sea level. I'm getting dragged out to all these places. Why are people having these weird I places? I grew up in the plains in Chicago. In the plains. And you sound like I you have a covered wagon. I need to stay in the flatlands. I can't go up in the mountain. I'm not going up or down anymore. Since when? I don't you like used the to plains. Love skiing. I don't like any of that shit. You used to go skiing every winter. I'm over it. I'd like to stay flat. The beach is great. And by the way, scuba diving, you don't do well with that either. I can't go down. Can't go up. Flat. <laughs> I want to be flat. Preferably lying flat. Lying flat. That's my preferred thing. Oh. Anyway... I, I call you up after the trip, and I tell you, oh, I was, I got very sick. I was faint. I was vomiting. No, I you, had a terrible you're headache. Trying to survive. I was trying to survive, and you go, "Why didn't you tell me?" Well, I was wondering. Like, usually, you would tell someone if you're not feeling well. I said, "What are you going to do? What are you going to do if I were to tell you? Thousands, send uh, miles the paramedics. Away. No, you go. I would have worried for you. I would have. Like, that's something I needed you to do to I, help me out. I would have felt bad that you're having a horrible time vomiting. And you said that the guy, your best friend, was hanging around and holding your head up. And and it wasn't even from drinking. He wasn't holding my head up. But they, a big shout out to Schmoles. 
Your best friend is Schmuel's? You Well, you called him my best friend. He is one of my best friends. Okay. He is... He, he saved my life that night. I he asked, saved your life. Well, I asked him how close I was to death. How many steps away? You thought you were going to die. I literally thought I was going to die. Every time you go away, you think you're going to die. My body was shaking. I was barely conscious. I was puking. And I had a splitting headache. These are all signs that you your body's not in good, great shape right now. Did, did you think you had COVID? No, I thought I was going to die of altitude. I knew what was going on. I, I don't like it either, actually. I think it's genetic because I was up in the Galapagos. I did not feel well. This is what I'm talking about. You make fun of me for being such a sensitive, delicate flower. And then all this shit you've also experienced. Yes, but you know why? All day today, you're fucking complaining about the palpitations. Yeah. And then whenever I mention a palpitation, you're like, oh, what a hypochondriac. Oh, what did Wait the cardiologist say? Here's the difference. When I was in high altitude, they said don't drink wine, and I did anyway. You're a dingus and a hypochondriac. I'm a dingus hypochondriac. A sensitive dingus hypochondriac. Sensitive to altitude changes. I don't know why we do this thing. To, to I us. don't know either. Well, at least you didn't drink wine. I was not drinking anything. I, I thought was maybe barely you, sentient. Did you do any mushrooms or anything like no, that? No. No. I was complete. What? No coke? <laughs> no, I didn't do coke in the mouth. Are, you, could you imagine my my heart at, if I put coke on it? Are you? I would have been dead. I literally would have died. I was not in good shape. <laughs> anyway. I uh, I spent a little time in Boulder afterwards, and I had an experience. What kind of experience? I was with a friend. Were you still uh, like having this headache and all the rest of vomiting? I w at this point I had recovered. I needed a good twenty four hours, and I'm fine. Turns out it's Apparently, not worth it. Wait, I just needed to put yourself through all that misery for just a next time. I need to start in Denver and spend a day there instead of going right into the mountains. Oh. I jumped up to nine thousand feet from zero. You can't do that. I agree. I need a day. With, anyway, so I'm in Boulder. You've ever been in Boulder? Yeah, I like Boulder. You do? Yeah. Oh, I thought it would be it's like a, a hippie too, town. Yeah, I thought it'd be a little too hippie for you. Well, I liked it when I was when the pot wasn't legal, because then we can get pot there. Okay, okay, all right. Well, it's a big hippie town. We're walking down the street, and of course, it's the it's the lunar eclipse with the full moon and everything. Yeah, that's cool. So we're standing there, and there's a there's a crowd forming on the on the corner, which is not like a crowd. And there's ten people just sitting watching this moon. And there's this cute girl that comes up to us, and she goes, Did I miss it? No, no, you didn't miss it. I'm with my friend. He starts trying to flirt with her, and he's eating a, a thing of ice cream, okay, like a little cone of ice cream. Okay. And he's almost down to the end of it. And he goes, you want to lick an ice cream? Oh, I like that. To the girl. And she goes, no, no, thank you. Wait, would you have given a lick of your ice cream cone to a stranger? No, absolutely not. Why? Well, first, no, I'm not mixing, No. I want to... No, 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 no. You think you can get diseases. No, yeah. There's no yeah. need to mix germs. Who, who is this person? Well, why is he doing that then? He doesn't give a fuck. He's a dirty fuck. <laughs> anyway. a different best friend. Yes. So anyway, he offered, he's trying to flirt with this girl. He goes, you want to lick on my ice cream cone? She goes, no. Suddenly, this tweaker pops out of nowhere and goes, I'll take a lick. What? This, this guy who's clearly on drugs pops out of nowhere. He, he literally says, I'm on all sorts of stuff right now. Oh, my God. Like a leprechaun or something. Yes, like a leprechaun. He kind of looked like one. He kind of looked like an alien. And my friend goes, oh, uh, okay. Well, let me take one more bite, and then I'll give you the rest. He takes one more bite. He goes to give the guy, and he realizes there's no ice cream left in the cone. He He's, ate it all. He ate it all? You know how because sometimes it doesn't go all the way in. So yeah. He, he, he slurped it down. He ate all the shit. So we're sitting there. He's like. like Did he, he have a brain freeze? I, that's not part of the story, Mom. He he's giving the cone to this tweaker. 
the tweaker looks down at it and there's this moment of awkwardness between everyone because everybody knows that he just got reamed this the ice cream the fucking tweaker the cute girl me everyone's feeling very uncomfortable the tweaker starts tweaking tweaker starts tweaking. <laughs> he's like what what what's going on here and, and my friend is, is is clearly like feeling all befuddled the girl starts feeling awkward and starts to leave he runs after my friend runs after the girl leaving me with the tweaker oh you started having anxiety again i'm sure the tweaker starts telling me about how all the planets are covered in all this type of dust that there's a whole gaia and thria and all sorts of shit i have to listen to this for like 10 minutes while my friend tries to hit on this girl did you participate in the conversation or was it a monologue i'm watching the fucking moon trying to experience a lunar eclipse i'm hearing him hit on her oh my god this guy tweaking i didn't know how I got into such an overwhelming situation. I'm I just don't trying either. to enjoy the fucking lunar eclipse. You couldn't say to the guy, okay, uh, no more ice cream here. Move on to the next. Yeah. Well, my friend came back and he hears him going on and on about Guy and Thry and the world and all this sorts of shit. He goes, where, where can I learn more about that? And the guy is Were like. Were you ready to kill him? <laughs> my, the guy's like, oh, well, there's on some websites. And uh, he goes, oh, okay, well, I'll go check it out. Let's go, Kim. Oh, he saved your ass. Extricated from the conversation immediate swiftly ended pretty interesting very interesting yes that is fascinating cam thank you, you. and the tweaker me and the tweaker anyway what's going on with you <laughs> i have nothing that exciting i'll tell you that much i was supposed to go out of town as well where were you supposed to go why are you laughing because the way that you were able you were you had a lot of difficulty being part of that that story just now what are, you, what are you talking about? A difficulty being part you of the story? A lot of difficulty. You wanted to interject, and then you were like, oh, maybe I shouldn't interject. And if I don't interject, you go, you're not you're not participating in the conversation. So you, you, it's not a you good can't balance. Win. You, it, it, there's something, there's a disconnect when I try to tell a story and you try to listen. You know what you happens? Know? My what? eye is tweaking because you said that. I wonder how much of the story you actually heard. I can repeat the whole story. It's because I told you the story before. Right. Don't tell me the stories in advance. Well, you ta- I said I'm not going to tell you the story, and you pushed me to tell you the story. All right, are we still taping right now? You can't even you can't even feign presence. I'm trying to feign presence, but you're taking me out of the present because I was trying to go to the next part. Where, you were supposed to go out of town. I was supposed to go out of town if you didn't give a shit. I gave a shit. Well, I couldn't go out of town because your sister got COVID. <laughs> yes, and you were with her and you potentially could have been infected. Right, so I couldn't go to Seattle, which I was supposed to do. So instead, I just kind of hung around, listened to podcasts, and you, I wanted... You hung around and listened to podcasts? That's what I did. I'm pathetic. What? I listen to some podcasts. What's so funny? I I'm doing research. Can't imagine. I'm I doing can't, research you, so for you, our show. You don't go out of town. Instead, you sit home and just binge thousands of podcast hours. All right, what I listen to one podcast, and then I went rummaging around with Monique Marvez all day and all night. Okay, okay. So what was this podcast that you listened to? It's called Call Her Daddy. Okay, we know Call Her Daddy. I know, we know. And I figured I'm just going to check out because she has a similar vibe to us in a sense of just like just completely telling it how it is okay not being afraid to share okay and and I, so i thought to myself i already dislike this person because you know i'm thinking she's representing everything you're not supposed to be representing she's very uncougarous to me at least when i used to listen to her when she was with the with the other partner alex or is her name alex her name is alex the other one is sophia yeah, when she was with Sophia, it was like I was not liking what I was hearing. You thought that it was she was not being a real confident, older, unique, genuine, assertive, and racy woman. Exactly. Okay. However, my thoughts have changed. Really? Yes. Wow. Well, I started listening. It's she. It's an episode called "My Plastic Surgery Story." Okay. Is and this I, mom's news? It could be. Okay, go on. 
I'm just listening to her talk about her, you know, her feelings of insecurity about her body, which I'm thinking if I only look like that half of, you know, a, sec- a millisecond, I'd be happy. Oh. I mean, this woman is like, you know, what all the people look up to. And then she did this whole thing about how she wasn't going to filter stuff. So she wanted to show her real person and blah, 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 blah. But it's called My Plastic Surgery Story. So I'm thinking to myself, she, she said she was out for six, six, six weeks or six months or a long time. So I'm thinking to myself, she had plastic surgery, right? Right. She starts talking about how she used to have a banana roll. And that is an extra roll, uh, like a little roll underneath your butt. I went and looked it up. Okay. It's called a banana roll. Is it something you put on there? No, it's like something that's genetic. Like you have like an extra little roll, little roll of flab on the bottom of your butt. It's no big deal because everybody's got some imperfections. And this to her was made her very insecure. And I guess some people used to make fun of her about it. Huh. So she went to a plastic surgeon and I thought to myself, she must, must have gotten it removed. That's why she didn't. Is that what you thought too? Uh, sure. I don't, I haven't listened to this thing. Well, it turns out she decided to say, fuck it all. This is my banana roll, and I'm basically owning it. And I was very, very proud of the way she flipped that around. Look at that. That's a cougar move right there. Yeah. That's so nice. My, my so apologies what, so, she did, what, my, so she went to the plastic surgeon. She didn't chose not to get the surgery well, or I whatever? Think she, I, I, I think that was like a little tease because I don't think that that happened at that point. I think she had gone to a plastic surgeon in the past. I just assumed that the end result, I was getting all angry. I was like assuming that the end result was that she was going to get plastic surgery to make herself perfect like the Kardashians or whatever idealized uh-huh. person is perfect. Yeah. She didn't. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. So I was just very impressed that I, I didn't have to be disgusted by this whole situation. I'm, I'm impressed and, and so grateful. That's what's going on in mom's news. No, that's, that's what's going on in my life. I put out a video on my um, TikTok just within like 15 minutes, I made a video and it was about, what are you laughing about? Go on. The difference between a cougar and a sugar mama. Yeah. Why are you laughing? Keep going. I'm thinking to myself, it's some, it's common sense, right? What the difference? Yeah. Well, anyway, I didn't realize that I was in my bathing suit at the time, by the way, when I decided to make this video. Yeah. I did not realize that if you look at the picture in a certain angle that it looks like I have like um, a bulge in my... Underwear? Pussy area. <laughs> Worse than a camel toe. Looks, it looks like a bulge, okay? And then I thought to myself, I don't give a shit. I'm just putting it out there anyway because fuck everybody. So you noticed before you put it out that you had a I noticed there's a little bulge here, but I didn't think anything of it. Okay. Oh, my God. You got some comments? I don't know if we should call this hit on or shit on, but we got some comments. Yeah, this is hit on or shit on. Really? The uh, segment of the show where we get to look through your comments and determine if they're a hit on or a shit on. Most of them were very, very complimentary. Okay. And like what? Well, The whole discussion about would you rather be a sugar mama or would you rather be a cougar? Um, one guy said, hear me out. You can have, and this is all in bold. Hear me out. You can have me for unlimited use of your credit cards and cash. So this guy wants you to pay him. Sugar mama, right? I guess so. Shit on, right? Wait, so what? So what, what is your definition between sugar? What's the difference between sugar mama and cougar? Basically, the cougar is a confident, older, unique, genuine, assertive, and racy woman, which you all know is okay. my, my term. So that's neither here nor there in terms of like attractiveness. But the sugar mama is your. The expectation is that you, you know a younger guy is going to perform certain obligations in order to get the sugar mama's money. Uh, okay. Okay. It's more transactional, I guess. Yeah. You know. Can can a sugar mama be a cougar? 
Um, not really, because a confident person wouldn't be paying to have some, some people. Yeah, maybe they're confidently well, paying. They're like, yeah, fuck, I like I like this type of transaction. Let's fucking do this thing. I'm gonna pay you. You're gonna go down on me or whatever. <laughs> sounds like a confident thing. I don't think it sounds confident. Sometimes I, I mean, it depends on the approach. I mean, I would say nine times out of ten, that would be a no. They're they're kind of like I'm lonely. Can you just do this for me? Or not even sexually, just like sugar mama can be taking you out to dinner and, you know, paying for your expenses. I don't believe in any of that. Okay. Now I put one out. What's the difference in cougar and milf? And that's another whole story. Oh, my God. The but whole anyway, channel is out of control. I just can't imagine. I'm going back to what the picture showed, what okay. the video showed. These are different things that people have said. This guy Lee says, that's a fat cat <laughs> laughing. <laughs> another one said, you look like my neighbor. I'm not sure what that means. And then this other guy, Doug, says, so no one is going to say something, question mark, question mark, question mark faces. And then another one said, she's packing. <laughs> I'm packing. So I responded, that's a sock. You missed one that from Blackbird Bandit who says, put some clothes on, Nana. Oh, I love when I hear that shit. Oh, my God. How about this one? Somebody go dust that off one time. What, what does, does that, that mean? That sounds like a shit on to me, isn't it? I don't know what that even means. Go dust that off one time. I maybe I don't know. It sounds like maybe an older reference or dust one off. Yeah. that maybe does that mean like get rid of the cobwebs? I don't know what that means. Okay, these then, are all so far all shit ends. And then this one says, uh, Tony says, which one are you, beautiful? That's a nice. That's a that's a hit on. That's a hit on. We got yeah. a hit on. And and then another one said, your mom is a vibe. I love her. Oh. Also a hit on. Also a hit on. So, you know, overall, were you lifted up by the, by the comments of this video or no? Half a million. I don't care what the comments were. Oh. <laughs> well, that is hit on or shit on. That's right. That's hit on or shit on our, our, the, the favorite part of the day. Here's why I was laughing earlier. What? So, you know this. I feel um, like this is going to be a shit on to me. It's not a shit on. It's not a shit on. But okay, so the other the day that this video is blowing up, yes, happened to be the the anniversary of my late father's death. Sixteen years, and it was two thousand sixteen. So as your brother said, it's the it's considered the um, golden anniversary of the death. The golden anniversary, and you text everyone saying, "I swear this is your father's doing." I get five hundred thousand on this video. I think he did. Yeah, mom. You think dad is is some the spirit of dad is like oh we're gonna have this cougar slash sugar mama TikTok yes. blow up over yes. here yes and I'll tell you why why because he was always very supportive of anything I did and was very happy if I was happy with whatever I was trying to work on or achieve so he would be very happy for me just like my current boyfriend is happy oh. whenever I do even if it's something that uh, makes them feel uncomfortable or whatever it's still sweet you have no this is very sweet i i love this you but you really do believe you don't have any doubts that like oh maybe this is a little far-fetched that he's no. controlling the tiktok right now and he's controlling tiktok yes all right listen there's a it, lot of things that happened over the, since he died in the 16 years that are inexplicable the freaky ass shit freaky, i will stand by shit. that there's freaky some freaky shit, shit that has happened but when you start thinking everything Even, is freaky shit you know what my boyfriend said uh that he got a free ice cream because he went out during it during the explain what the celebration is how we do this should i mean this is this is part of cam's upper should i should we oh, jump into cam's jump, upper just, just right into the cam's uppers then ladies and gentlemen grab your cocks hold on to your vulvas 
this is it's the best part of the show. It's Cam's Uppers. Cam's Uppers is the place for me. Farm living is the life I see. Cam's Uppers, this is a segment of the show where I share something near and dear to my heart, something that my mother typically finds extremely boring or dull or sometimes fascinating. It's Cam's Uppers. Cam's Uppers. I heard it fascinating. Yeah, this week I was thinking a lot about grief and the way that does people not process. Sound, that doesn't sound fascinating at all. That sounds very, very depressing. It sounds like an upper to me, right? Yeah. And I was thinking how important it is that we have this ritual. I thought we'd share it with our sneaky freaks. And you want to describe the ritual? So basically every year on the anniversary of my father's death, we do uh, we, we uh, say some Jewish prayers, light a candle. We're not so religious. But we, we do like a couple of things here and there yeah. throughout the year. This is one of those things. It's nice to have a little ritual. Anyway, it's the nuclear family. It's my me, my mother, my sister, my brother. We all sit around and we talk about all the things that we miss about our father, the things that we want to emulate, the stories that we 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 remember that we laugh about and one of our favorite things we read some of the writing that he he uh so eloquently and hilariously gifted us when he was alive which i think you gained a lot of his sense of humor you think so yeah and and the rest of the family as well but you especially actually so this year we watched a video where he was it was he shot a few weeks before his death called the poter rules he shot it less than a few weeks like a one week he was basically giving a tour of our house and saying these are the rules of the house because my sister was a cappella group was coming to stay with us and he was like it's a this college is, group this is the shit this is basically all the shit you couldn't touch in the house which was pretty much his, his scotch his alcohol his alcohol you could touch anything else but just don't touch his alcohol and he had a ton of alcohol yeah it, and I realized it, there, I was in the, the video for like 10 seconds or something like that and it was crazy that at 17 I was I, I moved the exact same way that I currently move even you the got way the I same pick up a pencil. You got the same hairstyle. And I do, I do. I went back to the same hairstyle. And it is crazy that I picked up the, it's so clear that those mannerisms were picked up from him. Right. It's, it's not, it is, it's freaky to see. that At such a young age, it's left a very big imprint that I still carry. Very exceptional. Anyway, with the, with regard to the writings, they were hilarious writings that, um, that we got to experience that, that were usually sent to us at camp. We went to overnight camp. So he would write us these emails and send us these emails. And he treated us as if we were like people his age. Right. And you'd in, in swear, swear in these emails. My brother was fucking seven or eight getting these letters. <laughs> and he's making up stories about how he's having an affair with one of my brother's friends' moms. And he's making up all these storylines for everyone in our lives. It is out of control. So funny. We should publish them at one point. He would also, we would, he would write these, uh, you would force him to, to write these scuba dive logs. What do you mean I force him? I didn't force him. He wanted to write Well, he didn't, he didn't like scuba diving. But I forced him to scuba dive. You forced him to scuba he dive. He decided he wanted to scuba dive. And so after you scuba dive, you're supposed to write in a log book, like all the weights that you use, the air that you use, the depth you went to, so that for future dives, you improve your diving. And then in this situation, he did not choose to do that, but rather he would document all of the shit that annoyed him during the dive. Especially with the dive masters. It, it, the dive masters irritating him, asking him to go puke somewhere else on the boat. Yeah. It, losing fins, all not, not being able to breathe, getting nauseous, all sorts of shit. People kicking him in the face while they're swimming. Yeah. It's very nice. Hilarious writing. But I bring all this up to say, 
I realized recently that it's, grief is actually kind of a hard, after years of it, it's it's a hard emotion or state of mind to get into. Right. Well, I mean, like, why would you want to? Because it's, it's a healthy process I to know, remember but I mean, someone, I mean, that's to feel what, the pain. To, right. But that's what I'm saying is that you don't really want to get into the grief state, but you should get into it so that you can access that part of you. Yeah. And, and I think it's wonderful to, to be, I'm extremely grateful to have a ritual and a ceremony that helps to access the, at least if you're having difficulty, access it and, and to right. remember these things and to, you know, celebrate his life. Right. It is a, it's a beautiful thing. Well, I was thinking about um, when I walked in today before we were, ta- we were getting ready to tape, I was thinking about like that we were married for 24 years and mm. what actually made us work for 24 years because it wasn't it wasn't always smooth sailing. It was up and down and especially at the beginning, it was a little rocky. And I started talking to our... Famous videographer, vid- videographer Joseph, famous videographer. famous videographer Joseph, and he said that his parents have been married how many years? Thirty-six. Thirty-six years. Come on over here, Joseph. I got to ask you a quick question. What? Well, I'm go on this one. Okay. okay. Yeah. Get on over here. Hello there. Hello there, Joseph. This is I. I am the camera guy, Joseph. Hello. Hello. So I had a question for you because yes. you said that your parents have been married 36 years. 36 years. And what do you think is the secret to their marriage? You know, I think you know the secret very well, but I say uh, my parents, they learned very quickly. The first half of their relationship, they tried to be involved, very heavily involved in their, each other's lives. And then they Wait, decided- hold on. When you say involved in each other's lives, what does that mean? Meaning that they try to control everything that they do, you know? Like, the other person does. Yeah, the other person always trying to control everything that they do. And then they learned very quickly that it does not work. So now they just let them do whatever they want. And then they come back and meet in the middle and make sure they home when they go to sleep, you know, stuff like that. And what are your thoughts about that? I think that's really brilliant. That's a brilliant <laughs> idea. Well, I have a built-in partner. I have a twin brother. So, like, living with him and being a womb-mate since the oh, beginning of time, uh-huh. I know how to live with a person. And, I, you know, it does there is build some friction if you're just with a person constantly for 24 hours a day. So. Yeah, I mean, really. So the, the, your, the first response is to try to control the other person. But then if you think about it, right. that's not going to work. No. No, I, I have found that in my current relationship as well. That if, but at the beginning, you're trying to like make everything perfect, but no relationship is going to be always on the same plane. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Thank Back you. to you. Well, uh, thank you for thank you for I, helping us with that. Because I, I always ask when people I hear that are married a long time, what what makes it work? Well, I remember vividly Dad giving me advice around this. Actually, what do you say? Just give in to your mother at all times. Yes, he literally <laughs> said. Cam, if I have one word of advice to you, it's to just say yes. Just say yes. You, if she asks you something, just say yes. Because if you don't say yes, it's just going to be a constant nag. You better just cut it off to begin with. Just say yes. Do you think that's all partners or just me? Uh, I, I, that remains to be seen. I don't know. I don't know how much I agree with that, but I do remember that being a very specific lesson that he tried to impart upon me. And I think that's basically what Joseph was just trying to say about his parents. Kind of just, just let them do what they want to do. Just say yes. I mean, because if, if I get, I, I found myself with my boyfriend, if I get aggravated at D's. The way that he's choosing to live. The way he's, he's choosing to live and how he's saying, I'm not eating sugar until my birthday in three months. And then in the next day going to get ice cream, I, I, I sense that there's um, a little discrepancy there. Yes. And I want to say something, but if I say something, that's going to be considered controlling, so I don't say anything. Yeah, yeah. During Just to get back to this little grief ceremony that we had, this, this communal grieving, 
I was my sister reminded me of a memory that I don't even have, which was that apparently when we were in the hospital after, you know, my I don't I, do people know how he died? Well, I think we should tell them. The, my my dad uh, was the victim of a workplace homicide. He was murdered at work. Horrible basically, experience. Basically, an employee came in um, one morning and just decided to stab him to death. It's very. I'm sorry if this is the first time you're hearing this. It's a lot of. It's a heavy information, but. You know, that's kind of what flipped, our, flipped yeah. our worlds upside down. And anyway, when we were in the, when we were in the hospital, with he was brought to a hospital, and, and you know, obviously at that point it was he was already dead. But we all gathered in the hospital, and apparently I brought my siblings together, and I said, "Whatever we do, we're not turning to drugs." I love it. How I, I never mean, heard that either. How neurotic am I? By the way, that even in that moment, exactly. I'm like, oh God, here we go. Are we going to be one of these families that end up fucking having a horrible tragedy? Next thing you know, we're shooting up heroin and all sorts of shit. But it, it's interesting because it it is it's so it happens so quickly that your mind just immediately goes to like, well, we got to make sure this doesn't happen. Right, and you did the same sort of thing when we got home. Yeah, I pulled everybody upstairs into my bed, and I'm like, listen, guys. We are a strong family. This is not going to break us up, and we're going to get even stronger. You made us hold hands. We held hands. I mean, it was it, a very it, serious mama bear moment. I th- I just think that if you go into this like almost like remote control, that's why you decided to bring up the whole drug issue. I mean, you start thinking, okay, how is this going to affect my life? Well, I could I could start going down a real dark hole. I mean, you know, not to go down a dark hole. Luckily, we have each other to kind of make sure that didn't happen. And you did a really good job of leading us in this ceremony, by the way. Oh, thank you. You, of course, came to you know some real thoughtful insights that we, that we should talk about. Oh, you always talk about like you know tell us one thing that you're grateful for, you know uh, things like that, which take a lot of thought process and very different than my thought process, which is like let's talk about things that made us laugh. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I like that we we remember all the the different parts of him. Yes, it was interesting though that that ceremony felt. More lighthearted for me than usual. Oh my God! I thought it was more downhearted. Oh really? Uh, is that the opposite of lighthearted? I guess it was heavy. It was a heavy thing, and I think that you know, it seemed like each person. Uh, I mean, your sister was still recovering from COVID. Your brother was seemed like he was um, finding some insight into his own grief. Uh, for me, though, I th- I was having. Tr- I think I was kind of in go mode because I was traveling, and I, I didn't. I couldn't really settle down enough to really feel the pain. Well, you would just next, literally come off an airplane. Yeah. The next day, it kind of hit me while I was just sitting at home working. It was very interesting. And, you know, music can kind of prompt this and yeah. little messages. Yeah. Well, yeah. From friends. These, these, it's, it's interesting that the mind has to kind of settle in order to experience that wave of grief. I mean, what are your thoughts about putting messages about your dad on the anniversary of his birth, on, you know, his birthday or his death day on on social media? Oh, uh, I was thinking about that because my siblings did that. It's not for me. No, I, I no judgment to them for doing this, but uh, for me, social media feels like such a superficial and lighthearted place. Not lighthearted necessarily, but like kind of like personal, sh- shallow place that it's not meant for me to express such person personal details i feel way more comfortable in a podcast form actually me too where you can kind of express all your feelings in you know at length at well I, I i'm beginning to i mean i never go on facebook anymore mm-hmm. and i i think i feel the same way i don't need to have people i haven't talked to in like 
15 years saying, oh, I'm so sorry. Exactly. I don't, I don't want to have public coming into my private thoughts. Exactly. Or people that didn't even know him messaging me be like, oh, so sorry for your loss or something. I, I come on. I, I, I mean, I, I just feel like it's the people that I want to speak to, I will call up. And if yeah. not, then I, I Al- don't need to. Although my siblings did get some really nice messages from I friends know. who appreciate, who brought back memories of right, my father. Right, that was nice. So we'll let, it, let, let your siblings do it and you and I can. Yeah, that's fair. Ride the coattails without I'm getting actually, too deep in the trenches. I'm surprised by that for you because you are so present on social media. Not anymore. I mean, I only I'm with the t- TikTok only, is very uh, social media. Yeah, but I'm not talking about that. Oh boy, I'm only talking about cougars and milfs and sugar mamas. Oh my god! All right. Well, I think we've we've come towards the end of our show, mother. We certainly have, and I'm sorry we didn't do mom's news, but we'll save it for next week. Well, we kind of did mom's news. Did, well, the did, one that I played about the I'm plastic saving. surgery with the yeah, I'm saving the mom's news for the next. Okay. Okay, well, we have something to look forward to next, next oh, time. Oh, yes. Don't we ever. Yes. <laughs> Our um, videographer is... is, is, sn- is snork- snickering over he's here. He's snickering. I hear snickering over here, Joseph. <laughs> okay. I want to thank... Our patron members, Woo-hoo. especially the big Papa Bob B for making this show possible. It really, his, really helped us, Bob B. Is is that generous patron donation that made that allows us to film in this awesome studio with Joseph? And um, another thank you to Deirdre. Deirdre, up that pledge. Ah, oh, thank you, Deirdre. Doubled the pledge. Big Mama Deirdre. How about that? Big Mama Deirdre. I th- really appreciate it. Um, I appreciate anybody that can donate anything because it really, it makes us have some value for the work that we put in. And, and it's besides, of course, your participation in all the activities that we've been talking about throughout this podcast. And it helps us record in a studio because otherwise it's coming out of our pockets. And it helps us be able to put that video on TikTok, of course, and YouTube. That's right. And Instagram. That's right. And Twitter. That's right. If you want to join us for a monthly Zoom call, or if you want access to our, our patron-only Discord channels where you get to connect with other sneaky freaks, join us at patreon.com slash sextalkwithmymom. Definitely. You guys will love it. If you want to help us out in another way, please leave us a rating and review. And if you need help doing that, go to ratethispodcast.com slash mom. If you listen to this on Spotify, leave us a rating there. We've gotten some wonderful reviews. We have this one from uh, Jack3130. You want to read this one? I'll read it. It says, five stars, awesome podcast. Just started listening to the podcast. I love it. Very funny and very informative. I love when people uh, put those in in capitals. (laughs) I'm the father of two boys, and I'm so excited to have these conversations with them someday. Thanks for the advice. It's wonderful. It's a very fitting one for this, this conversation. Yeah, this father conversation. Yeah. And call her daddy. Thank you very much for that that review, Jack3130. I'm glad that this can inspire some conversations among your family. This is a reminder. If your family is alive, give them a nice hug. Have those uncomfortable conversations. This, this, this is the whole show is all about. It certainly is. And a lot of people have um, written in about that over the years. And keep writing us and letting us know your thoughts on this podcast. Thank you all for listening. You know what I'm thinking it's time for? Sing them. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having sex with celebrities. Oh, oh now that's no. a message. That's a sign from Dad. I rhymed. That's good. See, I tell Very you. Very good. 
Love you. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.